With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> yeah, I go. Can you hear me? You are tuned into the best talk show in the North, South, East, and West. This is the largest passenger broadcast of any aircraft of its kind, with over 2 million seated followers worldwide. We are currently flying at an altitude of 32,000 feet above ground. As we descend, you will experience turbulence, excitement, insight, and resolution. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please bring your seats to an upright position. Make sure you fasten your seatbelts and prepare for the landing of your life with talk show impresario Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. And once again, thanks for flying with Greg Speaks Live. You're tuned in to talk shows best in the north, south, east, west, worldwide. Hosted by Gregory D. Anderson Jr. Now buckle up. You're listening to Greg Speaks Live. Greg Speaks Live. Mickey's. The Houston Chronicle has ranked Mickey's Soul Food Cafe the number one Houston hotspot, serving oxtails that fall off the bone, irresistible smothered tender beef steak, baked chicken seasoned to perfection. That's M-I-K-K-I-S. Located at 10500 West Belford at 59. Why cook when you've got Mickey serving heaping portions of collard greens, candied yams, ooey gooey, homemade macaroni and cheese, better than mama's. Call 281-568-5115. 281-568-5115. Mickey's Soul Food Cafe, where you can taste the love. Mama counting on me. I got my sister counting on me. I got my son and my daughter counting on me. I got a world that gets up every morning and watches me. Look. What I'm saying to you this morning, my friend, even if it falls your lot to be a street sweeper, go on out and sweep streets like Michelangelo painted pictures. Sweep streets like Handel and Beethoven composed music. Sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry. Sweep streets so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper who swept his job well. If you can't be a pine on the top of a hill, be a scrub in the valley, but be the best little scrub on the side of the reel. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. It isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. All righty. Welcome to Greg Speaks Live. I am your host, Gregory D. Anderson, Jr., along with... Madeline C. Kirksey. Yes, indeed. And we are back again. And so, of course, we, we have a wonderful uh, show for you guys 
today, and um, we're talking about the, we're talking actually to someone that is an anonymous victim. Our subject is, it is an anonymous victim who speaks out. And of course, what is anonymous? What's anonymous to you, uh, Madeline? What is anonymous? Anonymity. A hidden person. That's kind of how I look at it. They don't want to be identified. Don't want to be identified. Yeah, someone who doesn't want to be identified publicly. Right. And I think that's Uh okay because we live in the, the, the world of selfie. You know, like I have to get it out there. I have to be the first right. to report the bad news or mm-hmm. I have to be the first to put it out. And I don't know, but I, I just really feel that it is okay to not have your name and pictures and everything plastered on every single thing. Because it seems to me that a lot of times people spend so much time looking to become famous. And once they get famous, it's like, oh my God, no pictures. After a certain period of time, okay. it's like no pictures. Wait a minute, can I eat? Can I just eat? Right. You know, can I just have my meal without, uh, you know, being disturbed or you know everything you do, you know, you just, just you're under a microscope. Right. And, uh, it could be a it it it, it could be a a blessing or a curse. It yes. Really can. Two edged sword. Like, <laughs> oh, double edged. Yes. Yes. So. um yeah, this this is a really interesting story. And again, when I uh, spoke with this uh, young lady who wanted to share her story, she had to take a minute and process it to see if she wanted to even come on. And so we had talked. We had actually been talking for a few years. And so she finally um, agreed to go ahead and come on to the show. But I think she still wants to kind of keep that level, that, that anonymity. She wants to be anonymous, and I respect that. I just think that's important that... You don't put people out there, you know, if they don't want to be put out there. They're already kind of hesitant about telling the story or sharing the story. But her intent is to reach those who are where she was once. She's no longer in that place. And at the times I was reaching out to her, she had to get to a place where she was comfortable with talking about the abuse uh, and the violence. And so, again, she's going to tell her story. And, and even at the time, she only told me portions of the story and I was like wow I mean you know she couldn't go on because there are victims I'm sure you're aware of this too Madeline that there's so many victims that a lot of times they they can't even talk about it every time they talk about it they come to tears and so in you know the uh, this is going to be pretty much our, our wrap-up show on, on, on abuse not mm-hmm. that we won't tackle this subject again because abuse goes longer and it goes beyond the month of October you know, we're uh, in November now But it goes right. beyond that I mean it doesn't stop After our show concludes It it, it, it goes on There's abuse going on right now Right Of course uh, right. We had statistics That you were going to Talk about Right Well I just thought It was interesting um, One of the ladies posted That 158 women in Texas Were killed in 2015 By their partners So it made me want To go back and and just do a few, you know, check on some statistics for myself, just to know, um, because, of course, you know, a lot of us are unaware of really what's going on. We know people that go through it, but we don't know the statistics of it all. So what I did learn was that 20 people per minute are physically abused by intimate partner. I thought that was like, wow, that's per minute. Yeah, that was that was just something wow. that really stunned me. And then it said that one in 10 women in the U.S. 
will be raped by an intimate partner in their lifetime. I thought that was um, pretty shocking. And then it said that nearly half of all the women and men in the United States will experience psychological aggression by intimate partner in their lifetime. Those wow. things just really, you know, it just set things to in perspective for me. You know, when you don't, you know, I, I've never had that situation, you know, physical. Um, and I can't really say mental, but maybe emotional. Um, you know, a few things that have happened to me in my lifetime. But to, you know, go through all that, it, it always makes me wonder how someone stays in that situation of saying someone throwing them down the stairs or, you know, some of that nature. How do they just decide to go back? So it's just a lot of questions, and um, I'm just glad that um, we're touching on this for people um to understand how to get out, and last week was to see the signs, and you know, it's just been good. So I'm I'm just glad to be a part of this. Yes, definitely. Um, it's yes, it's a, definitely a lot going on in the world as you look mm-hmm. into the with the newspapers every time. Right. Even newspapers, it's always something. That right. Negative, but that's why part of the, part of the reason why I started my own podcast. It wasn't just because I wanted to just have my own platform, but which is, you know, unique in in itself. That's a great thing right. to have your own platform. Right. But when you have right. so many, everybody, you know, pe- people, anybody can report the news. You have so many bearers of news, but the news negative. is often like negative or slanted. Right. It goes mm-hmm. in directions, and I, I love the fact that we can we can choose our programs that we want to watch. Right. And I don't mm-hmm. want to be overly inundated with a bunch of junk. They say garbage in, garbage out. Right. So I'd mm-hmm. rather entertain, you know, or look at things that I can pick and choose what I want coming in, you know, to my mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. mind and to my thought process. And we don't right. realize, a lot of people don't really see it, and sometimes we do, but we, we, we put so much garbage in our minds, and then, you know, you wonder why. That's very oh, important, right. That's that good. We have to guard our minds and guard our spirit, because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the battle, like you say, is definitely in the mind. Right. So we have to definitely guard that mind. Not that I don't, I may not live, watch, I mean, you're going to watch you're going to see some things that you don't want to see sometimes. You're going to hear some things that you don't want to hear. That's just part right. of this living experience. But I'm just saying mm-hmm. we have to still be cognizant have, how much right. it takes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me ask you this. What is your what is your um, way of – how do you guard your mind? You know, well, you know mine. You know mine. <laughs> I already know I saturate my mind yeah. with the word of God. I mean, I, yeah. I read it for myself. You know, people go to church, and I do go to church. I love my church, but if you saturate, I, I, I just spent a whole lot of time reading scripture and not just reading, reading with understanding, you know, getting out a uh, dictionary, you know, I, I'm studying the scripture. So, I, you know, it's a study the word to show yourself approved. I'm, I'm trying to figure it out for myself. You know, I don't just go by what someone else says. If I see a word I don't understand, I, I you know, I, I, I use it. But I don't just read it. I try to emulate it in my life. Um, I think that's extremely important because if you walk around positive, you know, it helps other people. So I try very hard not to do negative on Facebook or wherever I am. You, I, you're going to see I'm doing something uplifting. And I think if enough more people do that, um, you know, like that song said, you pray for me, I pray for you, and watch God use us. He can use us better when it's all positive, you know. Not that everything in life is going to be positive, but to right. me, even in the bad, that there's God's there. 
So like that means it's, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even in the bad, he's teaching us something. It's something mm-hmm. that he's teaches in, teaching us in the bad. So either we're going to look at the bad as something bad or we're going to look at it as a lesson and then learn from it and, you know, not do that situation again. So my thing is I'm always, I saturate my mind with the word of God and I try to read uh, inspirational. I love inspirationals. I love yeah. biographies of, of famous people. You know, I'm always trying to feed my mind with things because in the end, God wins. You know what I'm saying? So right. I try to find positive reading guides. So my mind could always be saturated with the good. So, you know, I don't read no Zane. You know, I'm not saying that everybody have their own. But oh, for yeah, me, they have their preference. Right. Yeah, they have their own preference. But for me, I like to saturate it with something positive, something that's going to send me to greater, basically. So, you know, I try to keep yeah. all that other stuff out. Okay. Well, definitely, mm-hmm. we have uh, we're getting ready to preparing to bring on, of course, our, our anonymous uh, guest. Of course, mm-hmm. she's anonymous. Um, doesn't want right. to be um, recognized at this particular point in time, but I do appreciate the fact we both appreciate the fact that she's willing to come on and share her story. And that's right. It takes courage. Is, mm-hmm. It takes a lot of courage to do this, right. and uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to we're going to let her come on and share her story uh, shortly. But again, our subject is an anonymous victim speaks out, and of course, uh, later we're going to actually bring on. Um, Policia, okay, that's Policia A. Aguilar. She's an MS LPC intern, and she's both marriage and family therapist and a licensed professional mental health counselor and intern, LPC. And, and of course, this is in the state of Texas. And Policia uh, graduated from our Lady of the Lake University with a Master of Science degree in clinical pathology with emphasis in marriage and family therapy. Now, Policia um, also has extensive education, training, and experience in the field of mental health substance abuse. And she's worked in mental health substance abuse field for 19 years here in Houston. She's known for her warm, personable, comfortable approach to counseling. Felicia is an integrative psychotherapist, which means that Mm -hmm. she utilizes a variety of orientations and therapies according to the client's individual needs. Her approach mainly involves genuine caring, acceptance, and non-judgment, which is important, as you know, with any type of therapy. Felicia, she works with clients from a strength based, positive, and affirming perspective, and she works with a wide range of issues, including depression, anxiety, other mental health disorders, unresolved emotional issues, self-esteem, self-empowerment, grief and loss, uh, relationship, family concerns, individual counseling for personal and emotional growth, and couple counseling. Now, she works with children, adolescents. Her long-term goal is to become a psychologist, and she's currently completing a Ph.D. program. She considers herself to be blessed and to work in a profession that she truly loves and feels passionate about. And, of course, she's very involved in the church community, serving as a praise and worship leader at Abundant Life Cathedral Church. Mm-hmm. She has been involved in mental health conferences, executive leadership institute training, and a host of various professional radio speaking engagements. Of course, we're going to have her on. She will be the voice uh, that you will hear after we hear our special guest story. Of course, she's uh, currently a contract provider, which is where I met her at the Village Life Center, LLC. And she's the owner of Envisions 
entertainment. And so we're going to go ahead and actually, before we bring on our special guest today, we're going to go ahead and get into a song today. I might know it when it comes on, but I don't, I'm, I'm <laughs> Okay. I'm going to get blessings and We're going to go ahead and get into that. Okay. Thank you from there. Right here on Greg Speaks Live. Fred Hammond. Blessings and honor. Hey, Policia. Hi, Gregory. How are you? Blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm glad you you had called me, and we were actually doing some, you know, preliminary recording. Uh, I have uh, my, my co-host is Madeline Carla Kirksey. She's on the Hello, line. Madeline, Madeline. This is, this is how are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Yeah, so I actually already did, like, uh, an intro of you type thing. We're recording right now. Don't worry about that. We're just going to kind of okay. jump into some 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 dialogue. And so, okay. as I was as I was mentioning, some of the things that you may have missed is we were talking about. Of course, our subject is uh, an anonymous victim speaks out. Of course, it's, okay. it takes a lot of uh, courage to come on and talk about your story when mm-hmm. a lot of times uh, you're judged and you're especially by the person, the perpetrator. And sometimes mm-hmm. you may be that person may start looking for you. So there's a lot of face hating you know, in the world for people that are going through, that are victims. And so I wanted you to talk, I already introduced you, and I pretty much wanted you to kind of come on and talk a little bit about your experience with mental health and Mm -hmm. uh, as it relates also to abuse. Okay. Um, So I've been in mental health for 19 years. Um, I am a contracted provider with the Village Life Center, and, and I Uh, see an array of clients um, all the way from children, adolescents to adults. And um, as we spoke on yesterday, um, you know, when we talk about abuse and abusive relationships, it doesn't just uh, mean for adults. We're seeing a lot of adolescents that also get into um, situations um, that may become emotionally, physically, or psychologically, um, you know, abusive for them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, some of the statistics um, that I'm just going to tell you about briefly and then we can um, go further into some questions that people ask when, when you talk about abuses, one out of every three women will be abused at some point in their life. Mm-hmm. So that, that statistic is very, very um, broad because that means that you know somebody um, that, that may have been in a physically abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. About 4,000 women die each year due to domestic violence, mm-hmm. um, and we're seeing that that rate um, continues to increase. 
um, of the total domestic violent um, homicides that are reported, about 75% of those victims are killed as they attempt to leave that relationship or after that relationship ends. So when we talk about, you know, one of the biggest questions is why doesn't she just leave or why doesn't right. he just leave because there mm-hmm. are there is abuse with a female and male. It's not as easy or it's not that simple just to walk out of the door. Um, as you know, in your professional or even personal life, ending a very important relationship is, is not easy. Right. And one of the things that um, was mentioned was, you know, if the person is feeling, you know, if they're isolated from their family or their friends, you know, it's not going to be easy. They don't have that support system, you know, around them to, to help them out of the situation. Some of the other factors that contribute to um, them making a decision to leave or to stay is they might feel confused or uncertain about the situation. I mean, you know, on one hand, you're very, very involved with somebody that you love and care about very deeply. Then on the other hand, you know, you have, well, why am I, why am I sticking um, in a situation that could potentially be, you know, very or is very abusive or violent? Um, you know, the biggest thing that, that I see with clients that I speak to is the, the fear. They're frightened. You know, they blame themselves um, a lot of times for the abuse that they're they're receiving. And then one of the other things is um, embarrassment because they're, they're sticking around in a situation in spite of the abuse. They, they know that they should get out, but then they're torn. So those are some of the factors that, that contribute to um, a decision for someone to leave or to stay. And um, I'm just going to go into, there are some things that you can remember, you know, if you're in an abusive relationship and you're really trying to think about what what do I need to do. First thing is that you're not to blame for anybody battering or mistreating you. So I think that that's one of the, the biggest themes that um, we need to really push um, in regards to someone that's that's in an abusive relationship. You're never the cause of the partner's abusive behavior. So no matter what that partner is saying, no matter what guilt trip or, you know, if they're being manipulative, mm-hmm. that you're, you're never the cause of somebody hurting you. Right. You deserve to be treated with respect. You deserve um, to have a safe and a happy life. And, you know, when we talk about abusive relationships, a lot of times there are kids involved. So your children deserve to to be in a safe and happy environment that they can thrive in Um, because, you know, it's it's very – cyclical, if if you will, when you talk about children who experience or see the abuse of a parent, then they, um, you know, grow up with that. And then when they get into their relationships, the female thinks that that's something that's acceptable. The male thinks that that's how I need to, you know, control or dominate my relationship. So it's very cyclical when you talk about that. You're not alone. There are plenty of um, places, plenty of shelters, and plenty of support systems that are available um, to help you. Um, One of the things that that, um, I wanted to just quickly talk about are are some of the red flags because we really don't get in to talk a lot about that. But there are a couple that that, um, I see, and it's very easy to fall into, especially when you're, you know, um, you're you're young or you're seeking, you know, that, that, that friendship or that relationship is a quick involvement. So you see somebody and, and already in, in six months or less, they're, they're, they're wanting to marry you. They're talking about living together. They're trying to, you know, 
get engaged to you. That that's a little bit uh that's a red flag right there. Right. Something right. else <laughs> something hmm. else that we uh talk about is is somebody that says that they love you at first sight. Hmm. You know, I just love you to death. That that's another red flag. Um Another thing that, that um, another red flag is an unrealistic expectation. So they're always complimenting you in a way that makes you feel like you're, like you're superhuman. You know, mm-hmm. they're very dependent upon you for all of the needs, all of their needs that they have, expecting you to be this, uh, like I said, superhuman. You're, they're expecting you to be perfect. You know, they say things to you like, you know, I'm all that you need and you're all that I need. So that's already, you know, pulling you into that that control, that that isolation. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is the controlling behavior. So, you know, they they critique you or they give you advice on how you need to dress maybe even mm-hmm. if you haven't <laughs> asked for mm-hmm. their advice. So so mm-hmm. it's like every they're they're trying to pull you into something to view them as that person that that's all that they need. So whatever mm-hmm. they say is what's the most important. Right. And a few others are um like jealousy, you know, isolating you for fa- from family or friends. Family and then mm-hmm. yes, and then um also blaming others for their problems. So if, if if a person never takes responsibility or accountability for some of the things oh. that they might be experiencing, that is another red flag, mm-hmm. um, and you need to try to stay stay away from those type of people. Right. Um, and I have a few more um, on here, but I'll I'll just sort of stop right there because I know that I've I've said a whole lot here, and I don't want to take up you know all of your time. But but those are some <laughs> things that that I have found have been to be a really yeah. common theme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely on point. That's very uh, powerful. Right. That's very informative. <laughs> did, you, did you have any questions for her, Madeline? Of course. You well, you know, I mean, I know that, it, like you said, it happens to a lot of young people, but I recently was in at a table with a several women, and I'm mm-hmm. almost 50, so most of the women were close to my age, and they're mm-hmm. dealing with that. So, sure. I mean, can you touch on that? Why at, at 50, you know, you you know, it seems like by by now we should have gotten mm-hmm. a point. I don't know how to really ex- express myself, but mm-hmm. at 50, you know, we should have it together, you know, like most people say. So why mm-hmm. do some women still at, at, at our age, well, my age, I'm not sure yours, <laughs> still feel that they have to deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Sure, and and I understand that. I don't really have a uh, a... a it's it's not just a one answer because it really depends upon that that Person. that woman mm-hmm. that you're talking about. I, and and right. I'm in my forties, so I do understand. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. at a at a certain time, you know that 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 the light should go off. However, yes, if yes, you ma'am. have already, if if that is something that you you've always been around, mm-hmm. that's when we talk about that sick that cyclical that cycle. If that's something that you're always around, then it's very common. That's how you feel like you should be treated. Even learned in behavior. Infancy, mm-hmm. it's, it's learned behavior. It's almost right. like somebody that's functioning. You would never know outside that they're being abused. And, right. you know, they come and laugh and smile. And, mm-hmm. you know, they might talk a good game and say, oh, no, I wouldn't, but very well or is in a relationship mm-hmm. because they feel like, they have to be in something that validates them. Oh, well, I'm going to stay in this relationship because I can fix him. 
or right. I can fix her. And so I don't think, you know, even though we, we talk about the different ages and the different mindsets, it's it's more so about that person and where where they, they've come from. I, I don't right. think that it's something that you just fall into. I think that when, you know, at a young age, if it's not um, instilled in you about your value system and, and what's important and what you're seeking after a guy, then you're just going to go and you don't really have that, that foundation, then it's going to be very easy, I would say, and, and this is just my, my personal and professional opinion, to fall into those those gaps right there. And yeah. so when working with those individuals that, that have been in an abusive relationship or that's making that decision to leave, it's really about uh, giving them a support system, listening to them, because as much as one of the other statistics that I didn't touch on was that it, a, a woman will leave or try to leave seven times before she actually leaves and, and doesn't come back. So if wow. you think about that, that's that seven times that they attempt to do it and they're pulled right back in it. So Again, it's it's as I said, it's not like a one uh, answer. It's 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 many factors that yeah. go into that. Mm-hmm. Great, great, great. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and women pretty much like that in in normal relationships. You know, the, yes. the one it takes us a long time, you know, to get enough. Basically, <laughs> we, we deal right. we deal with a whole lot before we say, okay, that's really it now. That's so, right. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah, yeah, that is. Oh, you saw on point. I wish I had some more time because. <laughs> This is really good. This is great. This is great. No, no doubt. Well, look, we can definitely talk offline if you want to. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I, yes it's been ugly. Yes. I mean, you just, you're really touching things that, I, that I've had in my mind to ask, and you just, it's just like God sent you. You're just feeling, and it's, it's, it's touching me in a bunch of yes, places. Because like I said, yes. just recently I said with a bunch of women, and a couple of them was dealing with this issue. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really know how to answer them. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you're really helping me right now because I don't have no professional background. I just know the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so, sure. Yeah, I'm speaking mm-hmm. from that angle, but you're speaking from all angles, and that's what's wonderful. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Well, thank you very, so much. Very, very powerful. Mm-hmm. But definitely dynamic. Um, what we're going to do, uh, obviously, we want to kind of take a little break. And uh, I think that, that was a song we were trying to talk about real quick, Worthy. I know we're on a real serious subject here, but worthy. the song Worthy. Do you, do you know the name of that artist since you – I know you, you're heavy on Policia, you're heavy on the gospel. You, know you the said name of that Worthy? That? Yeah, that's – um, I think it's his it's, – uh, it's two names. I think it's uh, – what I said the other part was? You said something about group therapy or something? I think uh, it's group, something in group therapy. I can't think of his hmm. name. It's a, it's the individual. And this yeah. is a gospel song? Yeah. Yeah, gospel. Okay. It's you, like know, you, you thought you I was worth saving? Worth saving. Oh, oh, talking about work. Um, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wait a yeah. minute. Hold on, hold on. I can I can. Look yeah. And what we'll him. do is I'll definitely go ahead and uh, we got to add this this cat in. It's, a song <laughs> it's important because the words, the words are very powerful. Words. Yeah. Oh, indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, we actually so, yeah. sing that at church. I, I know I'm very familiar with that song. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, yeah. But while you're looking for that, I think mm-hmm. one definitely wonderful content and mm-hmm. uh just wanted to kind of recap a few things. I know you mentioned the red flags. I thought were very powerful, mm-hmm. number one. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, how you said in six months, if a guy is trying to marry you, hurry up and marry you in six and months. And you know, I've been in that situation, so yeah. <laughs> I have. So when you said yeah. that, I was my mouth open over here. So I've been there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> tried to rich. move me away and everything, but I didn't oh, go. Wow. Thank God for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. That, that's really rich content. And, yes. of course, uh, trying to hurry up and marry you, number one. Two, mm-hmm. uh, they love you at first sight. Not that that yeah. can't happen, but it's kind of few and far between. And then right. three, unrealistic expectations. That's good uh-huh. right there. She mentioned mm-hmm. they expect you to be perfect. Five, right. uh-huh. uh, you are mm-hmm. all I need and I'm yes. all you need mm-hmm. type thing. Six, mm-hmm. you mentioned mm-hmm. they're overly judgmental, constantly critiquing you. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. You mentioned seven, jealousy. Eight, you also mentioned isolation. They try to isolate right. you. This is that's, a real big one from it. your family that's and a big your friends. Right. They don't right. even want you that's to be around it. your friends no more. Childhood friends that you've been around. Right. Most right. of your life, you're that type of thing. That's any of, totally any powerful influence, any powerful right. influences that will tell you, you know, hey, you need to be careful about that or what's going on, mm-hmm. and that could see through all of that, they, they definitely want to move, move you away from your support system. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that, then you went to nine blaming others uh, for their problems. And oh, I know right. a lot of people like that. That's yes, right. I, mm-hmm. I've seen that. I've seen that in in, in people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. And so what we're gonna do? Main, main thing too is we'll go ahead and. Uh, did you find that song? If you didn't. Uh huh. It's, it's his name is Anthony Brown. That's it. Anthony Brown. Get down, yes. Anthony Brown. Well, we're going to go ahead and get down with Anthony Brown. You want to go ahead and bring Anthony Brown on, Madeline? Coming up next is Worth by Anthony Brown. You thought I was worth saving when you came and changed my life. You thought I was a job Get down, Anthony Brown. Anthony, right get down, Anthony Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I like so right that. Here. That's right, right here on Greg Speaks Live. I'm Gregory D. Anderson, Jr., your host, and... Madeline C. Kirksey. Oh man, came back. That was, that was a nice song. I felt that those words were really connected. It was a really nice song, especially as on the subject that we're speaking. Of. I kind of reiterated some of those points, Felicia, that you were making uh, about the red flag, and uh, I did. I, I think I recited like nine of them, and there was mm-hmm. a couple of them that really stood out to me that I kind of wanted you to kind of maybe expand on a little bit. Like that number mm-hmm. one, you said in six months less, they're trying to hurry up and marry you, move you in. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of explain that a little bit more. Why, why are they in such of a rush to marry you? Well, I, I think I, what 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 we found is that they're that that those those um, abusers they're they're really quick on trying to control somebody in a hurry. And so really it's it's all about them. So when I say the six months or less, you know, they, they're basically pressuring you for a commitment. 
that's that's what we're talking about there. They're, you know, when we talk about they're saying that you're the only one uh, who can make me feel this way. You know, it's it, it sounds good, okay? It's it sounds very good, but it's it's really unrealistic when you're talking about being in a relationship that's going to be built on something as that's what women are looking for. So in in meeting somebody, that's like music to to our ears, right? You know, oh, he's very in love with me, he said. You know, he wants to marry me, and we're looking to settle down. So, of course, those are those buzzwords. And so that, but again, that those are red flags. It takes more than six months. That's right. It takes more than six months. Because a lot of times women are always looking for that. I got to find that one, and he's the one. And usually when you meet someone, it's always good in the beginning, but it's just uh-huh. that when, when, as you get more acclimated and more get to know that person more, that's why I really feel you should give yourself that time to get to know someone. I mean, know that's the right. good, the bad, and the ugly, because, again, that's you're going right. to have like, relationships in like, it's like life. It's bittersweet. That's right. You know, you have that's the good, right. you have the bad, and you're going to have days that's not going to be so good. How does this person mm-hmm. deal with conflict, whether male or female? How do they deal with that's problems? That's the key. That's right. That's the key right there. What you just tapped on is, is um, you know, how do they deal with conflict? So when we go into talking about um, blaming others for their problems or blaming others for how they feel, like you, you make me feel this way, or if, if you wouldn't have did this, then I wouldn't have had to do this. You know, very, very hypersensitive um, and very disrespectful, you know, to, to you and to others. Um I also find that when you when you're talking about those abusers they're they're very rigid in in how they think the roles should be between male and female. It's that dominant, you know, the woman needs to be here, this is what you need to do, this is what I do. So very rigid in their 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 roles. And then also when you talk about getting to know somebody, getting to know their past history and past relationships. Of course, we're not, you know, trying to know everything that that you've done in 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 your past, you know, in regards to dating somebody, but certainly if somebody tells you, you know, hey, look, uh girl, there's there's I've heard that he is, you know, when he gets upset, he really uh gets uh, violent and and abuses. The same with females, you know, uh for that guy, you know, hey, I don't know if you want to fool with her because, you know, I hear that she gets out the box when she gets upset. So really, when you hear those things, that's not something that you want to put to the side. You want to keep that and and ask them about that. And so if they're denying a lot of those things, that's another red flag. Mm -hmm. Another point that you had made, which, again, this is something that stood out uh, in my mind, was when this person tries to isolate you from your friends and family. Those are two of the, to me, of the the largest Mm -hmm. The ones that stood out to me the most, although mm-hmm. all of them have relevancy. But can you right. speak to that, that whole alienation thing? Why does a person expect you to no longer? And then sometimes in some cases I've, I've read where these batterers will try to keep you from your own kids as well. Mm-hmm. As I talked earlier, it's it's really about that support system. So if that batterer can, can get you totally consumed with their thoughts, their their control, they have total rule over you, then that that is what their goal is because if if you're around mom, dad, somebody that could that that is your strength when you're feeling vulnerable 
And that's the key right here is that they have psychologically and emotionally and, and physically uh, uh, beaten you down to such a state that you're not thinking straight. Those people that, you know, our family that a lot of times we, we rely on to say, hey, you need to uh, l- look at this, or and, and that's not even in relationships, just period. If that batterer can get you away from those things, then that, that definitely is, is one of their uh, key points because then they can control your every move and they know that you're you're going to be in a, a position that you're not going to go and seek out that help from mom, dad, friend because you're you're having all of these things. You're it's again it goes back into that fear, it goes back into that that self blame and and embarrassment. So when we talk about that isolation, if they can isolate you from from your support system and from those that love and care about you, then that they definitely will do that. Definitely mm-hmm. appreciate this information that you are sharing. And it's it's just very significant to have that, that we have people like yourself. I see the value. I actually work in mental health myself. I'm a certified anger yeah. management facilitator. And, of course, yeah. speaking of that, uh, so today's Greg Speaks Live is being brought to you by Texas Anger Managers. When you are in need of support, if you know someone that's angry, that breaks out in fits of rage, you need help, contact Texas Anger Managers or visit TexasAngerManagers.com. Call 832-329-7148. Again, it's 832-329-7148. And so um, it's it's just vital to have sources uh, like that and also Mm -hmm. like the Village Life Center that you can actually refer to. So uh, tell us a little bit about the Village and how people can either get a hold of you. Of course, we're not finished with the show because I want you to make those Mm -hmm. other two points. I think you said you had a few Mm -hmm. other points you were going to make, and we definitely want to uh, hear those. Um, The Village Life Center, we're um, relatively new here in Texas, but we do have um, our our parent uh, office is in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and we have been around since 2014. So we actually offer outpatient mental health services for children, adolescents, and adults. Um, We're located at 2101 Crawford Street. Our suite number is 208, and that's right downtown. It's right across the street from uh, the Bread of Life Church, so we're very uh, community-oriented, and I am a contracted uh, provider. I'm a therapist there, and I'm here to service you in whatever you need, Uh, especially when we talk about abuse, um, talk about grief, um, anxiety, depression, whatever your needs are, we are there to serve you. And you can reach me um, at 281-620-9011. Again, that phone number is 281-620-9011. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. And, of course, I will definitely at some point have you back on because um, they always have mental health services. I've been in mental health services since '06. 2006, mm-hmm. and so it's just important to talk about mental health and how that impacts a lot of people too. Because there are yeah. some people who are not healthy, you know, mentally, That's right. and and then that contributes uh, to a number of different breakdowns and why they do mm-hmm. say the things they say. And mm-hmm. I think that it also has to do with uh, you know therapy with medication. Yes. I'm not just all. I've never been one all for medication. It's just medicate them. Let's just get them medicated and. Yeah. Get them out of here. It's all about the money. Hey, let's just medicate, medicate. I'm about, mm-hmm. I like 
for people to at least try at some point to try to talk about some of those issues, um, right. have some type of therapy like the services that you offer. Those, that, to me, that's what's most important. And mm-hmm. how do you how do you feel about that? Just just touch on that real quickly. Well, I you know I think it really depends upon the person. Uh, personally, I am not one to uh, talk or you know advocate for medication. However, there are many instances if if a person is is um, dealing with anxiety and it's affecting their normal everyday routine. Um, and, and, you know, it's gotten to the point where, where the, the things that, that we suggested, it, that it's not working for them, then, of course, you know, something um, light uh, that could be prescribed by a doctor would be one of my recommendations. But I do agree with you that, you know, getting in and really talking to the person, it, it, it's really based upon what their need is at that time and really evaluating what that is and, and listening to them, not trying to push what you think uh, the best exactly. way to do deal with it, but also, you know, get partnering with that client and, and, and working with them to get a successful outcome. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of how I work it, too, as well, because I usually when people come to me, or whether they're referred or our first appointment has starts with an assessment, because in that mm-hmm. assessment, I can ask enough questions to know what your needs, what your needs are, sure. or whether or not I can even accommodate you, because some things may sure. be outside of my scope of practice. And mm-hmm. I may need to send you elsewhere. But again, okay. um, listening to Greg speaks live. Of course, it looks like we had uh, we have a, another caller on the line uh, today. I'm going to bring her in. Uh, what, what's taking place? We're talking. Obviously, the, the subject is an anonymous victim who speaks out and who shares her story. And uh, is that you, uh, Ms. Thesia Jenkins, on the line? Yes, Ms. Jenkins. Yeah, we're, we're talking about abuse, and uh, of course, I have Felicia. Uh, Aguilar on the line. Of course, she's a marriage and family therapist. And, and of course, this is Thesia Jenkins, bold professional services. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Thesia actually um, does a lot with domestic violence. She's an advocate, you know, for that. And, of course, her resume is is long. And so, (laughs) Thesia, I kind of wanted you to come in and kind of talk with us a little about the, the need. I really wanted you to speak from an encouraging standpoint. Mm-hmm. briefly about encouraging uh, those to come forward because so often people like my guests today don't like to come forward. It took me a few years mm-hmm. to get her to come on, on board and to talk about some of these experiences. Your thoughts? Well, uh, well, thank you. Thank you uh, for the opportunity to share. Um, most definitely after about 20 years of working with survivors of domestic violence and sexual assault, I am completely an advocate for people coming out and you know, my phrase has become start the conversation, that we have to mm-hmm. start the conversation about domestic violence. And that means starting the conversation in our faith-based communities, in our places of work, in our homes, uh, mm-hmm. everywhere, in the healthcare arena. We have to start the conversation. We have to start the conversation in our schools. And that makes it easier for people to come forward because people, mm-hmm. many times when they are in an abusive relationship, they are shrouded by shame. No one wants mm-hmm. to admit that this is going on behind closed doors. And definitely when we start looking at it from a cultural standpoint, race, ethnicity, socioeconomics, level of education, all of those mm-hmm. factors make it even more difficult for the person to say, this is what's happening to me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I definitely want to encourage anyone who's listening to this today, is it's okay to come forward. Is it easy? No. What we know statistically is that the average woman will leave and return to her abuser seven to 11 times before they mm-hmm. finally say no more. A study was done here in Harris County that less than 33% of the cases of domestic violence are ever reported 
only 33%. Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. that 67% are not even reported. And of those reported, it's the neighbor who's making the call. So we have a problem, and the problem is that we do not create a space for people to talk about what they're going through because they don't want to be shamed. They don't want people saying, mm-hmm. well, you know, she's crazy, she's stupid. Oh, I wish somebody would do that to me. No, mm-hmm. that's not the conversation we need to have. The conversation we need to have is why is the abuser doing the behavior and letting the victim in that relationship know that it's safe for you to come forward and there's not going to be any, um, no one's going to think less of you. And so, again, mm-hmm. we have to start the conversation. And it can be something as simple as letting a person know what what help is available. 20 years of doing this work, and I'm amazed still today in 2016 how many people don't even realize that there are crisis centers in their own city that can assist them. Uh, so I want to be able to provide this number, the National Domestic Violence Hotline. That number is 1-800-799-SAFE, 1-800-799-7233. So if you or someone is in an abusive relationship, if you call that National Domestic Violence Hotline, it will put you in contact with your local crisis center. And that's so important to be working with an advocate. And to also make sure that you're reaching out to law enforcement. Uh, unfortunately, mm-hmm. here in the city of Houston, uh, we within a 24-hour period, October was Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And on October 31st, there were two murders within hours of each other. One Mm -hmm. in Baytown and the other in in Humble, the Atascacita area, too. And what we know on a statewide basis in 2015 here in the state of Texas, there were 152 women who died at the hands of a husband, ex-husband, boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. 152 women in the state of Texas. 34 of those women were from Harris County. We have Mm -hmm. a problem. We can no longer remain silent. As you said, I could definitely start that conversation. Hey, I definitely appreciate you for coming on. I'll let you get back, and thank you very much for that time. I do believe we have to start that conversation. And, of course, we will reiterate the number. The National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 800-799-7233. Is that correct? I think correct. I'm right. Okay, definitely. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. You. All right, bye-bye. All right, thank you. Thank and, uh, of course, uh, You're welcome. great, great components. I appreciate Thesia coming on. Uh, Felicia, she actually reiterated what you were saying earlier. You had a statistic that said a woman attempts to leave seven mm-hmm. times but still ends mm-hmm. up returning. And she was saying uh-huh. it could happen seven to 11 times. 11 that's, times. That's kind yeah. of a high number, you think? I mean, because, again, I, I think, think what it is, people find that comfort level. They get really comfortable mm-hmm. being with the person. That's just within whether the relationship is abusive or not. Some people just get yeah. comfortable with the person and who wants to really change. And change mm-hmm. is hard often. If you've been with the sure. person for three years, five years, ten years, it gets difficult. What makes it so difficult? And and you know what? You bring up a great point because thinking about that, that woman that, that's in that relationship financially, if, if he's isolated her from her, her family, friends, and the resources and things that she has been dependent upon for her support and now he is the main support then you know you can you can think about that logically okay financially if I do leave how am I going to make a living for myself how am I going to take care of myself my children where are we going to go you know where can I go so again I, I think that you bring up a good point when you talk about that seven times it takes some person seven times uh, to break a habit 
So thinking about that, you know, for us to, let's say, stop eating something that we don't, it takes us about seven times before we'll get it finally to say, okay, this this habit is broken. So when you're talking about somebody leaving an abusive relationship or something, that person that's being their source that they've relied on uh, for a lot of their, their, their basic needs, I, I can uh, really understand, you know, how difficult that can be. I can uh, really understand, you know, how difficult that can be. I can uh, really understand. We all need that charge. Some people need that coffee, you know. I, in fact, I, uh-huh. I've ran into a few coworkers or a few people that I've worked with in the past who, <laughs> you know, you talk to them, it's like, oh, I don't want to talk right now. Well, I had <laughs> my Java, my coffee. <laughs> so, yes. But, yes, uh, we are talking uh, to uh, Policia. Um, Aguilar. Now, let me say this correctly, because cause I, I, I am that type of person when I'm reading names, uh, it says Policia, but I think you said That's Policia. Right. It's Policia. Policia? That's right. Because the IA. Policia. That's okay, right. Policia. Okay. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm going to make sure I keep saying Policia so folks know who <laughs> Policia is. And so, a little, and uh, that's Policia, Policia A. Aguilar. And of course, you are a marriage and family therapist. Okay, yeah. right. And so, how, how did you get into uh, therapy? What made you go in this particular field? Obviously, you have a well, love of people. But. I do have a love of people, and I've always wanted to. Um, I, I knew at a very young age I wanted to um, help people and, and become a psychologist, which I am um, in, in school for right now at the age of 12. And so, um, I, I think it's just been my love of, of people that's always pushed me to uh, go further. And, um, and and personally, you know, having some family members that have, uh, of course, dealt with some mental health issues um, has all, always wanted me to, it, it's, it's afforded me the opportunity to see on both sides, you know, trying to be an advocate for them as well as working in the mental health field. So that that's why I've, I've um, you know, made it my, my life's ambition to, to really, uh, you know, get my Ph.D. and, and you know, eventually work to um, get a, a private practice for myself and and really help those that don't have a voice for themselves yeah well hey super proud of you i mean to see a sister doing something uh positive and of course we're, we're in the same field we're, we're definitely in the people business and that uplifting business i work in mental health yeah. and i've been doing it for a number of years and it's just important and some people are afraid of people that have mental health issues mm-hmm. but believe mm-hmm. it's not I've, I've worked with some of the most explosive personalities and it's not always about being so judgmental mm-hmm. the person dresses you know how they talk and they talk with a slur and some of them are very many of them are very intelligent so but still uh-huh. have mental health issues because you could be highly functioning but still right. have mental health issues still be on drugs right. uh, so right. people we have this myth of this false concept of what mental health is and I will definitely have you on again for that particular show we'll give you you know we, we definitely in the same conversation there so again well, um, I know we wanted to hit on the how you got it definitely is done uh, two uh, those last two points uh, Policia I will know mm-hmm. those last two points and if you can also say anonymous guess what would you say to her tips you would give her now being that she's come you know full circle she's kind of pushed away from that she shared her story what would you say to her uh, as you make your two points in closing 
So um, the the last two points that I wanted to make, and it goes along the lines of we're we're still talking about the red flags, is the the um, sudden mood changes within a person it, um, when you when you're going from you know they're they're very nice and then they go into just this mean uh, person like somebody that you that you don't know. Um, that's another red flag that you want to um, look out for. And then also how they handle conflict. You had mentioned that earlier. So if you're noticing um, that they're breaking or striking objects when they get upset, you know, their, their coping skills, how they handle when they get upset. Do they do they scream? Do they curse you out? You know, is it always that they have to, you know, break something to get your attention? You know, are they are they being very manipulative? Those are some of the things that, that, that you're wanting to um, definitely look out for. And, and for that person that that um, is in that that relationship or that is is looking to get out of that relationship, I would just say to them that you have the courage, you have the tools um, that that God has has gifted you that that have given you to make that decision. And so my hope, uh, just like I work with uh, many other clients that have been in your situation, is for you to know that you are supported, that you are important, that you are valued, and that we are here to help you. As many times as you feel like you will will need to. Uh, go back and, and think about well my, maybe now is not the right time this person will change the person will not change and so my biggest concern is for you to be safe if you're in a relationship you have children for your children to be safe and so again it takes a lot of courage for somebody to come out and say yes this is what's happening to me but I do believe that if you're hooked up with the uh, support system and you know that you have somebody else that's rooting for you that you will be successful in in what you need to do to make that decision. I definitely don't want you to become a statistic. This is very serious, and so we don't want you to continue to be in a situation that can be uh, very dangerous for you and for your children. Indeed. Indeed. We definitely appreciate that, and uh, definitely I appreciate you, you know, for coming on, you know, to uh, uh, Greg Speaks Live, you know, as our guest and professional guests, you know, at that, and so definitely want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing, and those of you who are listening uh, to the show, it is uh, important as we wrap up this uh, component, of course, so obviously uh, October, as I said in the beginning, is considered National Domestic Violence Month, but mm-hmm. violence and all of that does not stop after October, it doesn't mm-hmm. stop. It's not limited to just October. There are people being abused right now. As uh, mm-hmm. Jenkins was saying, people were murdered. You know, you had a murder, she mentioned either what, in Baytown, and a murder, you know, it's just, it's a lot going on, and a lot of it's contributed to, you know, it could be the, the spouse, husband, um, wife relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend relationship, and it's like mm-hmm. the abuse has to end. And, of course, it, it's going to always happen, but I think we can influence it. We can talk to mm-hmm. someone and try to reach out to people to get out of there before it's mm-hmm. too late. Again, mm-hmm. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank my, especially my anonymous uh, uh, guest uh, today. And then also I want to thank you, Policia, um, thank for you. coming on. And uh, again, tell them once more how they can get a hold of you. You can reach me at the Village Life Center. My phone number is 281 620 9011. You can also reach me by email at pagalard, 
at villagelifecenter.com. I'll spell that for you. It's P-A-U-G-I-L-L-A-R-D at villagelifecenter.com. All right, perfect. And give that one, uh, phone number one more time. The phone number is 281-620-9011. Okay, well, that will definitely work. Definitely want to thank you again, and I thank you guys who were listening. And, again, just always remember uh, in life, no matter, life is fleeting. I always say this, and it's very important we realize that the next millisecond, the next second, the next minute is not promised. You know, life is short. You know, they say mm-hmm. you're here one day and you're gone the next. But sometimes you can be here a minute and gone within the next second. And so yeah. we have to keep in mind, um, just live each day as if it was your last, because mm-hmm. it very well may be. You've been with Greg Speaks Live. I want to thank all, everybody, uh, Madeline Carla Kirksey, uh, of course, Felicia uh, Aguilar, and thank Deisha Jenkins for joining the conversation. And thank you, those who've been listening in. And I just hope that this show uh, reaches those who it needs to reach. And that's what's most important. Because at the end of the day, it's about making the difference and also being the difference. Enjoy your day. And thank you for listening to Greg Speaks Live. Felicia, okay, we're going to have to connect because you got a lot of great information. I I wish this was (laughs) one of those that we could all be to sit and talk. But, yes, um, yeah, we'll make it happen. Thank you yes. for blessing us. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. All right. Talk to you later, Greg. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. All right. The Houston Chronicle has ranked Mickey Soul Food Cafe the number one Houston hotspot, serving oxtails that fall off the bone, irresistible smothered tender beef steak, baked chicken seasoned to perfection. That's M-I-K-K-I-S, located at 10500 West Belford at 59. Why cook when you've got Mickey serving heaping portions of collard greens, candied yams, ooey gooey, homemade macaroni and cheese, better than mama's? Call 281-568-5115, 281-568-5115, Mickey Soul Food Cafe, where you can taste the love. You're tuned in to GSL, where Greg speaks live. Topics include anger and stress management, relationship development, business spotlight, everyday people, and celebrity profiles. Greg speaks live programming allows listeners to step into their purpose by hearing the difference through education, applied knowledge, open communication, and keeping it real. Now let the dialogue begin. It's your host, author, and anger management facilitator, Gregory D. Anderson, Jr. What I'm saying to you this morning, my friend, even if it falls your lot to be a street sweeper, go on out and sweep streets like Michelangelo painted Pete's picture. Sweep streets like Handel and Beethoven composed music. Sweep streets like Shakespeare wrote poetry. 
Sweet Street so well that all the hosts of heaven and earth will have to pause and say, here lived a great street sweeper who swept his job well. If you can't be a pine on the top of a hill, be a scrub in the valley, but be the best little scrub on the side of the reel. Be a bush if you can't be a tree. If you can't be a highway, just be a trail. If you can't be the sun, be a star. It isn't by size that you win or you fail. Be the best of whatever you are. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.